0: Before we take a deep dive into the first episode of the MuseCast, I want to apologize for sniffling and coughing kind of a lot during this episode. I'm getting over a cold. Don't worry, it's not COVID. I'm just getting over a cold, and it's pretty f***ing annoying. So I'm sorry for that. Hope you enjoy the episode, though. We got some fun stuff planned. But just give me a few more days to heal up. And I'll be back to my normal old self again. Hope you guys like the very first night shift episode. Alrighty, it's the first frickin' episode of a new a new podcast that I'm doing, a um, MuseCast. I'm pretty stoked for this because I had a podcast a while back probably a year ago, but, um, didn't work out that well, I didn't really, uh, execute it that well, so we're starting over, uh, I got a little drum room in my basement, slash studio room, so I got all my stuff set up in there, I'm freaking stoked, dude, I'm gonna have guests, I'm gonna have games, I'm gonna have goofs, I'm gonna have gaffs, alright, we're gonna have a bit of everything here. So, um, yeah, this is my first time doing this. So, please excuse me if I am stuttering or whatever. I'm going to get better at it, but don't you worry. So, let's just freaking get into this first episode here. A little bit about me. I'm sure you're all curious. I am a drummer. I'm learning piano and I sort of play the guitar. I'm not that great, but I have a basic understanding whereas if I needed to impress a beginner, I could probably do so. So yeah. Um later on in the following month or so, I'm probably going to be getting some extra equipment and start live streaming these podcasts cuz I'm just I want to do this thing right, you know. And, uh, that's a little weird thing about me is that if I have an idea, I, I need to do it. Like, um, I don't know. I just had this idea for a podcast cause I've been listening to it a lot when I work and, um, yeah. So I'm just doing it. Took me about fucking two hours to set this rig up cause, oh, uh, I'm an idiot. I got my laptop down here I got my new microphone hope it sounds real crisp But yeah I got a focus right Interface We're all set up here I won't go into the details of it But we're all set up here So Yeah uh, I'm a drummer I deliver pizza on weekends Currently looking for a second job Because I'm probably going to move out soon People have told me i have a really soothing voice so hopefully you like to listen to my podcast i mentioned this idea to a couple of my friends and they're like what the fuck does muse mean and uh you know i was thinking long and hard for about a week on what to name this podcast i came up with things like basement studios could have been cool Little bit too cliche, but um, I decided to go with Musecast because the definition of muse or mused is being absorbed in thought, and I think that is very fitting for what I'm gonna be talking about on this podcast because I'm gonna have a lot of musicians over I'm gonna have a lot of um friends and family over um a lot of people in the local music scene. A lot of music, but a lot of other things too. I don't want to mainly focus on music. I want to kind of get a, you know, want to get everywhere with this thing. Uh another thing is drugs. I'm going to be talking about drugs a lot. Um yeah, I'm I'm pretty c- stoked about it though. I actually All right, uh, I I'll, I'll explain this the best way I can. I always have trouble explaining this, but basically, so what I want to do, here's the idea. I'm going to label this episode as the first night shift episode, which means right now it's midnight, and by the time I finish this, it's probably going to be around three. Well, we'll see. I don't know. But night shift, I kind of want it to be more personal because I'm going to have my regular um, muse cast episodes with guests and stuff, but I'm also gonna have some guests on the night shift episodes, where it's just middle of the night, talking about whatever I want, let's get a little bit personal, let's just, you know, screw it, man, I, you know, but, um, yeah, I guess this is gonna be considered the first night shift episode, because it's midnight, and, uh, you know, I'm just talking about fucking whatever, so, um, so, yeah, I got a little bit of, some stuff going on. <laughs> uh, I took some notes while I was in class today. Um, I hope everyone had a fantastic fucking Thanksgiving, though. So, uh... Yeah, let's get into this. Um, Took a couple notes here about what I could talk about on my first frickin' podcast episode. So let's take a look. Uh, podcast ideas in the notes section. Sorry, this is a bit unprofessional, but you know how it be. Um... Alright, so Getting a little bit personal On the Night Shift episodes We're going to talk about something here And uh We're going to talk about something I have High respect for uh, It'll make more, more sense as I go on But I want to talk to you guys about One of my first psychedelic trips <laughs> So I um I used to be against all that stuff. I used to be against drinking. Uh, weed. Vaping. And I still am in a sense. I think if you can control yourself. If you truly know you can control yourself. I don't think it's that big of a deal. But I know some people that can't control themselves. And I've seen it de-escalate quickly. You know what I mean? <laughs> but... Yeah, I used to be against that stuff. Actually, yeah, I live in Michigan, and it's really freaking cool. I actually didn't know I was going to talk about this, but I just found this out. Um, Detroit in Michigan, because I live in Michigan. I heard that magic mushrooms were decriminalized, and I thought that was pretty interesting. We might talk about that some later. Um, But I do want to dive into my first psychedelic trip. So let's get into it. So I used to be against all that stuff. But then I started to smoke weed, and I started to vape a little bit. I'm actually four weeks clean of vaping because I wouldn't say I'm I'm addicted, but I could definitely tell that it was becoming a problem. Like, I would check my Snapchat, um, and I'd see the memories that pop up if you ever use snapchat at all and i would be like it would show me one year ago today memories and it would be hitting my vape and i was like damn it's already been a year that's actually fucking scary like i it, it scared me to think about a year's worth of chemicals in my lungs so yeah i'm uh four weeks clean of that pretty proud of myself um but I used to be against all that stuff until I started doing about a year ago. And um, now I want to emphasize that weed isn't a gateway drug. I uh, I don't think it is at all. I truly don't. But um, I don't... <laughs> some people say it is. I don't think so, if you can, like, control yourself. I personally believe truly that I can't control myself like I've gone without it for so long and I know this sounds like a cliche classic teen thing to say like oh I know I can stop I know I can stop I uh, I've gone like weeks without it on vacation but like I've actually put it up as when I still have access to it I've I've put it up um and I'm like you know what I'm just gonna take a break this week so it's never been a problem for me So I don't think it's a gateway drug. But some people have different personalities, but I'm going to just get straight into it. I know I've been, like, stalling and stuff. I'm not a very good storyteller, which is pretty ironic because now I um, run a podcast show. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, okay. So my friend, my friend Blake, I'm going to give a last name that wouldn't be that, that smart. But my friend Blake, um... He never, like, pushed me into that stuff, which I respect him a lot for. I respect you, Blake, if you're listening. Um, Yeah, I I definitely respect him a lot for that because when I started to do that stuff, I didn't really want to drink. Like, I started smoking and stuff just a little bit, but I didn't want to drink. And he was like, yeah, I totally get it, man. You just got to know when the time is right. And I was like, you know what, man? That's cool. I'm glad, like, nope peer pressure is happening you know what I mean but yeah he was really cool about it and then a um, little backstory I started working at Marco's Pizza for a good two years and Blake joined the team shortly after I did I worked there for about five months and then he joined and uh I didn't know he actually did any of this stuff so I don't want to put him on blast or anything but I didn't know until he like told me and I was like, whoa, you do that shit, that's fucking nuts. <laughs> like, it didn't really surprise me, but it still did. If that makes sense. Um, I don't know how it came up, but he started talking about shrooms. And I've I've the, the idea of psychedelics and mind altering states has always I don't know. It's always interested me. Since I was, um, pretty young, I've always, like, dreamt about creating my own reality and just creating this own world that I can feel peace in. Sort of a strange thing to admit or say, but words can't really describe it. I'm just trying to give a little backstory, if you know what I mean. (laughs) But, um, I've always found those things interesting, so I, um... One day, you know, I I did a shit ton of research. I I spent like 5 hours at least before going into work researching about this stuff. And I learned that you got to be with friends, got to be in a safe space, got to be in a safe mindset. So I learned that about that and I was like, wow, these things can be pretty terrifying. I'm assuming because I've never like, you know, felt it before. And there is no way to explain a trip, bro. Like, you can... All those things are true about being in a safe space, being with friends you trust, but no, no words can describe what a trip feels like. It's absolutely insane. Um, But, yeah, I don't know. One One day I just started doing research, and I was like, you know what? This wouldn't be a bad thing, technically, if I did this. So... I mean, alright <laughs> I know that seems bad when I say it out loud But in my mind I was thinking like You know, there's no way that this Can actually go wrong And that seems very bad <laughs> But thank god I didn't have like An ego death experience or anything But I'll get into all that shit later Um But yeah I I don't know what Came across me, but like one night I was just like I'm kind of interested. So I hit up my local dealer and I was like, "You know anyone who might have some shroomies? Some uh, magic psilocybin shroomies?" And he was like, "Yeah, actually I grow them." And I was like, "Damn." But I didn't want to buy them, so I had Blake buy them for me. And um <laughs> yeah, I know I'm one of those friends. But he got he got 4 grams. And, um, if you, if you're not sure about like the measurement and all that shit, basically, um, one to 1.5 grams is like you are tripping, but it's not that intense. Once you start getting up to the three grams and the five gram portions, then you actually start to hallucinate a shit ton and, uh. Feel pretty wonky, if you know what I mean. But um, so he bought four grams because it was my first time and I didn't and he was going to do them, too. We had a trip sitter. But the problem is I didn't really fully think it through. And I was friends with this trip sitter and I'm I was convincing myself like, yeah, he's cool. He's chill. I like hanging out with him. So he must be cool to trip sit for me. Not the case, however, because um, I started to freak out a bit when I was tripping, but I'll get into that in a little bit. But uh, so basically, I take 1.5. I'm pretty sure I took 1.5. Yeah, I, I, yeah. So I thought I did more, but apparently I only did 1.5. I just learned this like literally last week. Blake was like, yeah, you took 1.5. And I was like, didn't I fucking take like 2 or 2.5? He was like nah you took like half that shit And I was like damn Well that sucks But anyways um, He told me that the taste of them were like extremely bad So I was like "Uh, Do you put it on anything? He's like yeah I've tried it on pizza I've tried it on burgers But the best thing I've tried is applesauce If you do shrooms I'm telling you that will change your life Forever Applesauce bro you can't taste them shits. I've had mushroom raw, and it's... Just thinking about it, it makes me want to... Very earthy taste, if you know what I mean. But, um, yeah, if you put them in applesauce, you can't fucking taste a thing, which I think is pretty awesome. But anyways, we put them in uh, applesauce, and... <laughs> This is going to sound pretty hypocritical. I fucking hate applesauce. (laughs) I do. I don't like the texture. I never did. Reminds me a lot of baby food. I don't fuck with baby food. So, um, yeah, he put him in applesauce. I didn't really like it. And it was really tough to get down, actually. Most disgusting things in my life. that I've ever tried to get down but um I got him down regardless 1.5 down down the hatch I um everything was funny at first it just felt like I was really stoned but everything was just like really fucking funny and I was like this is definitely not what a trip's supposed to feel like and I'm like this is not working don't worry I didn't take more I read that if you're not feeling it, you shouldn't take more, so don't worry. I was uh, highly trained in that aspect. But, yeah, so I was like, um, it just feels like I'm really stoned right now, you know? But then, um, then it started to pick up. And I remember, if you've ever seen the Nardwar ex Lil Uzi Vert interview, it's like, it's pretty well-known. I'm pretty sure everyone knows about it. But, um... There's a part where Nardwar is like, uh, Rob Zombie. Here's a Rob Zombie poster for you. And he's like, <laughs> I think Lil Uzi's like, Ree! something like that. I got to pull up the video or something. It's fucking terrible. It's so funny. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I started thinking about that and I pulled it up. And I literally have never laughed that hard in my life. Uh, no joke. It was the funniest fucking thing in the world. I remember I did them in Blake's RV. Because he had, there's like a marina, kind of. And we did them in the RV because it was like where I felt safest at. And I just started like <laughs> <laughs> curling up in a ball from laughter because it was that fucking funny. And um, yeah, it was... <sighs> then shit started to kind of like get a little bit weird because when I was laughing I was like I quickly realized I was like oh shit I gotta go pee and um because the weird thing about when you're tripping is like you don't realize you're dehydrated so I bought like four bottles of water and I was chugging them down and it felt so weird to like swallow the water down (laughs) but um I didn't realize that I had to go to the bathroom, and then when it hit me, I was like, oh, shit, I got to go. So I was going to the bathroom, and they were still playing the, like, little Uzi video on my phone. And they could hear me, like, dying of laughter inside the bathroom as I'm taking a piss. And then here's where, like, things started to get a little bit freaky for me. Because even though 1.5 isn't a lot, for your first time, it's still, like, psychedelics. It's still tripping. So I went to the bathroom, and I forgot he had a mirror in there. And when you look at a mirror when you're tripping, it can go really well. You can see a lot of cool shit, or it can go really bad. And it didn't really go either way for me. It wasn't cool, and it wasn't bad either. It was just really weird. I can't describe it, but the best way that I can is that like I was looking in the mirror and it wasn't me who was looking back, which is pretty like stoner it's not like it sounds like typical for a psychedelic psych head to say. I don't really know how to word that, but nah, I'ma just go with it. Um when that when that happened though, and I was like, whoa, I started to like spiral down a bit. And once you spiral down when you're on those kind of substances, it's really hard to like get back up because I've heard, I've never done acid, but I've heard acid is way more easier to control and shrooms aren't. So it was a, it was a little bit weird. So I got out of the bathroom and I was like, whoa, I explained to my friends what I just saw, but then I, I kind of got out of the funk a little bit. I'm not sure how, but I did. Then then um, we just started chilling. We were watching Adventure Time. Uh, we were actually watching the episode. Um, I forgot what it's called. It's like the Hall of Egress or something like that. It's where f- whenever Finn closes his eyes, he can like feel around him. But if he opens them, then he's back where he started. It's It's a weird episode. You just got to watch it for yourself. <laughs> but we were watching that. And that was pretty crazy because, like, if you're tripping, you need to watch Adventure Time. It's the same thing with, like, if you're stoned, you have to watch a regular show. Two of my all-time favorite shows, by the way. That's why I thought I'd mention it. But, um, so, yeah, I was watching that episode, which was fucking mind-blowing, bro. It was freaking nuts. I can't really explain it, but, um, things started to spiral down again because my friend who was the trip sitter fell asleep and I was just like watching Adventure Time and everything was like so dark around me and I kept thinking that I saw things in the corner of my eye and, um, Yeah, it was just, it was weird. I was in a state of paranoia and anxiety. And it's kind of weird because I feel like that feeling has stayed around a little bit after I've tripped as many times as I did, which has only been three, by the way. But, and I don't want to like seem like I know everything about psychedelics. Like I do not. I've only done it three times and I've only done shrooms. I am not psyched substance. I don't know everything about DMT, ayahuasca, acid. I've only done the shrooms three times, but I think it's so fascinating. I am going to work my way, hopefully, I work my way up to that stuff. Because I feel like it'd be life-changing and mind-altering. That stuff really interests me, it piques my interest. but. I don't want to, like, seem like I know everything about this because I've only done it three times. So, yeah, um, things started to spiral down again for some reason. Now I was in a constant state of paranoia and anxiety and it's kind of weird that that feeling has lingered around after. So, yeah, that's pretty weird. But, um, yeah, so I was in that kind of weird, stressful state and then I was talking to my other friend that was tripping as well. I think he did like three grams. So he's tripping, tripping. And um, yeah, so I was talking to him for a bit and we were like, you know what? Let's just go outside and start a fire because it really didn't seem like that big of a deal to me. But so he was like, yeah, that sounds pretty good because he's done it a bunch of times. He's done acid and he's experiencing that. So he's like yeah, we can do that. And I was like, all right, well, if he's done it, then I trust him. So we went outside. It was pretty weird standing up. Um, I felt like a little bit drunk. But it wasn't at the same time. It it was a very familiar feeling. But we went outside and we started a fire. And um, I remember looking up at the stars and I literally can't explain it the feeling is indescribable but i saw the stars move but they were like tracers so like it kept stuttering almost and glitching in the sky and it reminded me like of a music video visualizer thing and i was like whoa that's fucking awesome and i remember freaking out about it i was like whoa what the fuck is going on and then i i vividly remember sounds being really really clear like, I could hear the ocean ten times louder, and I could hear the fire crackle so clearly. Everything was so bright. And um, I was looking at the stars, and then that was really cool, and I was looking out in the lake. And it was a cool thing. And we started talking, and my perception of time was really altered, so I was, like, fucking going nuts at this point. We talked for about, <laughs> I think it was like four hours, and I actually voice recorded it on my phone a little bit of us talking. If you listen back, it just sounds like we're talking, but I couldn't even begin to explain how I felt. But um, but yeah, we were talking, and I remember the fucking scariest thing ever, and it freaked me out. I'm actually getting goosebumps talking about it right now because I'm alone in this room. This is pretty spooky. Anyways, I remember looking at the stars thinking that was the coolest shit ever. And I looked down and there's three cavemen in the dark distance staring at me. And I was like, whoa. And my mind convinced me. He was, my mind was like, if you look away, then they will slaughter you. And that's a pretty brutal fucking thought, bro. (laughs) Like, that's pretty dark shit. And... I was I, I just kept staring at him. Time passed, so much time passed, and I was still talking to my friend. He doesn't know what's going on, by the way. He thinks I'm just like, staring out into the distance for no reason, but I'm still maintaining this perfectly normal conversation with him. And he's also tripping, and I was staring out in the distance, thinking that if I looked away, I would die. Like I would die. And that was pretty bad. So it got to a point after like an hour of staring at these cavemen. What's And that fucking blows my mind. Because the other two times I tripped, my visuals did not stay still. It was like morphing almost. But these cavemen were so still. Might have been just trees and what my mind made up. But I was just looking at them. And it was so still, and what that's what freaks me out about it. But um, after an hour, I was like, dude, we got to go inside. There's, like, cavemen and shit, and I didn't want to freak them out. But he was like, all right, I won't ask questions. Let's go inside. So, yeah, I mean, I, that was pretty much it about the trip. Uh, we went inside, started talking. We talked throughout the whole night. I had a lot of personal shit to get off my chest. I'm pretty sure that was one of the main reasons that I was spiraling down. So yeah, we talked about that. I've I opened up to him like I've never opened up to anyone before. So it was a very enlightening trip. And that's why I hold so much respect for those kind of substances, because it can make you realize what's wrong in your life, and it can show you in the weirdest ways possible what needs to be fixed. And you can also, like, read other people's energies. It's the whole thing. But people who haven't done that, I'm sorry that I talked about it for a half an hour. But let's move on, shall we? We got more things to talk about, and I am definitely not fucking done yet. It's only fucking 12.45, So it's not even, not like I have class tomorrow. I do, but it doesn't matter. So let's fucking, uh, let's get moving, shall we? So um, <clears throat> I want to talk real quick about some something that's pretty irritating to me. I'm actually doing a school project on this right now. I thought I'd bring it up, because it's trending. So, basically, if you didn't know already, the baby from Nirvana's hit fucking record, Nevermind, it's like one of the best-selling rock records in all of history. So there's no way you don't know about it. Um, But you probably know about this lawsuit, because baby that's in that cover the album art is suing nirvana for child exploitation so i'm not sure what your guys's take is on this but i'm gonna give my fucking take if you don't like it suck a butt basically if you don't know which probably do but for people who don't know the baby on Nirvana's album nude and it's chasing a dollar. I actually am not sure what it represents let me Nirvana never mind uh album cover meaning. I'd actually okay. Okay, so this looks like the album cover is about abandonment of innocence and everyone chasing money sooner and faster. Huh. Okay. But it's also interesting because Elden, who is the baby on the cover, he said, It has been a positive thing and opened doors for me. Keep that in mind as we talk about this discussion because. It gets fucking stupid. So keep those words in your mind. The baby from Nirvana's album cover said, Being on the cover has been a positive thing and opened doors for him. So keep that in your mind as we talk about this. So yeah. Apparently the album cover means abandonment of innocence and everyone chasing money sooner and faster. Pretty fucking ironic because he's suing Nirvana for child exploitation. That pretty funny but um so yeah he is currently in a lawsuit it's supposed to be dismissed soon but he's seeking about 2.5 million dollars in permanent damages here's the funny part he has a nirvana tattoo on his chest like the biggest fucking tattoo in the world And, like I just read from that article, he said it was a positive thing and opened doors for him. Let me pull up this fucking line. Because this shit is ridiculous. Like, it's pretty ironic that he is still chasing that dollar to this day. So... Basically, he is 30 years old right now and uh, he's suing Nirvana. He says, well, his suit goes on to say that neither his or his parents ever signed a release authorizing the use of his images." of like the the photographer took the images of the, the cover. So he says that him nor his parents ever signed anything disclosing that nirvana could use it but also a baby can't really sign a contract so i don't know what that meant but um yeah he's looking for 2.5 million dollars in damages from each of the 15 defendants including dave grohl and Krist I hope i said that right but um yeah he's suing nirvana and uh fucking crazy because he is suing Dave Grohl who is the drummer in Nirvana before they broke up and the current guitarist and lead singer for the Foo Fighters and he's also suing Chris Novoselic he's also alive (laughs) and he also said that he didn't really have a choice being on the cover although that same year however Spencer recreated the album cover to mark the album's 25th anniversary so uh you want 2.5 million dollars in damages but you are proud of being the baby on this cover and also claim for it to open doors for you I don't fucking buy that bullshit bro fuck off with that shit and even Dave Grohl Like, publicists have gotten is Okay. So fucking stupid, I can't even talk. (laughs) Anyway. Reporters have gone to Dave Grohl for his quotes and what he has to say about it. He's actually... Thinking about altering the cover. I don't fucking think that's necessary, if you ask me. But, uh... According to the photographer who shot the original album cover photo, he says, he says that Spencer deserves some of the money, which I tell anyone that, but yeah, dude, it's fucking crazy. Some people have a lot to say about it. Uh, He's so upset about it, but he recreated it. It's true. Smells like greedy spirit. Crazy how all of a sudden he doesn't act proud of it. Crazy that he's still chasing the dollar. I think that's what the funniest fucking part is. If you actually watch the um, news today uh, article and they did like a broadcast on it, newscasters actually laugh after reading the report. That's how stupid this fucking lawsuit is. <laughs> But while we're on the topic of music, I'd love to talk about some music stuff. Um, since we're just getting to know each other, just me and you guys, just me, the host of the podcast, you, the, uh, the listener. We're just getting to know each other a little bit, so I thought I'd let you know that I am a drummer. I've been uh, drumming for about 10 years. Since I was a wee-o little boy, I've been playing drums. I'm actually sitting right next to my setup right now. And hopefully in the near future, I can get some musicians on this podcast. And maybe while we do a break or something, we can just jam. We can set up some cameras and live stream on Twitch or YouTube. And we can just fucking jam. You know what I'm talking to? I'm so hyped for where this is going to go. But for now, it's just going to be an audio thing. Just for now, because the only two webcams I have suck ass. they were like ten bucks, so I'm not gonna like i'll 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 get some a little bit better, but uh, yeah, I've been drumming um, my music taste is fucking all over the place, bro. uh I actually my Spotify playlist are that's crazy. I have a math rock playlist, a metal playlist, rap playlist, indie, punk rock, Midwest Emo, EDM slash dance music, uh, chill, gent, uh, psychedelic rock, grunge. I got a bunch of shit, man. My taste is all over the place. But um, I've been really into psychedelic rock recently. I don't really know what you would classify psychedelic rock under, but I've been into bands like Embracer, Balance and Composure, Citizen, Tidal Fight, Um Turnover, a lot of Citizen, a lot of Citizen. It's actually really cool because... Where I live, I'm on the border of Michigan and the border of Ohio. And I'm right next to Toledo. And, um... (coughs) Sorry, I'm just getting over a cold. If you, um... If you're a listener that's not from that area, Toledo is very prominent in the music scene. And, um... Citizen... Actually from Toledo. And it's fucking crazy because... Lead singer Matt Karakees... I've, uh, I've met the guy And uh, he always comes in so, Well he used to At least I've never seen him at Jets But I always saw him at Marcos Oh yeah I work at Jets I deliver now Anyways that was pretty Information but yeah Super into the psychedelic Rock scene I'm actually going to see Citizen next fucking month Actually next month Is in Three days and then I'm seeing them on December 13th. Very excited for that. <laughs> gonna be fucking dope. It's in Detroit. I'm gonna be driving there with some of my best friends, yeah. So if you don't know about Citizen, check them out, bro. They slap. Um, they have a really popular record. Very prominent in the Midwest emo scene. Youth. I wish I could play some for you now, but I'm not trying to get this podcast taken down. Just take my word on it, bro. Go listen to Youth by Citizen. Fucking great A album. Speaking of great A albums, balance and composure. My God, bro. Don't even get me started on these fucking people. <laughs> Unfortunately, they're not a band anymore. But if you're not familiar with this whole scene of music that I'm talking about, this whole genre... Go ahead, do yourself a favor, listen to Light We Made, the album by Balancing Composure. I listened to Spinning when I was tripping, and that shit changed my life. (laughs) Not actually, but it was fucking crazy. But, um, yeah, I'm really into that right now. I've been listening to, uh, Deftones, a band called Narrowhead. I just saw them live about two weeks ago. Um... Pink Floyd's pretty good. I know everyone knows Pink Floyd. Lord. Uh, Yeah, I've been listening to them a lot. But I've also been getting into a little bit of rap lately. Uh, The rapper J.I.D. Good. Jid. His song 150 Rum is really fucking catchy. So, um, yeah, but I also make some of my own music. I don't like talking about it because personal thing, like I'm not going to shamelessly plug my uh, artist page, so I won't, but I do make some of my own music. Uh, It's kind of like bedroom pop-ish. I don't know. It's kind of like a side hustle because I usually work on some grunge and... I want to say, like, post-rock shoegaze-ish shit with my cousin. Um, but, yeah, if I can actually... Ooh, I wonder if I can do that. I pull up one of my projects I've been working on. You guys can hear what I've been cooking up in the studio. So let me pull it up. Yeah, me and my cousin... We jam sometimes. We actually jam today. We got a couple demos done. Our band is called Outlet. I'm going to play some stuff for you. You know, we're just going to freaking jam for a little bit. Hope you guys don't mind. I'm just going to show you a little clip of our music. Because why not? So here's our latest one. Hopefully you like it. But, uh, let me so it's almost kind of like shoegaze, post rock, really fucking cool. So, yeah, that's our stuff. Hope you guys liked it. Um, I mean, I don't even know how to describe that. I guess it would be like kind of grunge. That's one of my favorite songs by us, though. We recorded that back in August. That's only a demo. We're trying to get a couple stuff, couple things finalized before we, you know, release anything, but... Hope you guys fucking like that little sample. I gotta I gotta work on that a bit more. The the album that we're doing, the little Yeah, man. That's our band outlet. We're a little bit But yeah, I don't know. I really like it. That was one of my favorite songs that we've done so far. Um hopefully we can get stuff finalized. We can get some new amps, some new mics. That was me on drums. Gotta get some more mics for my drums, actually. They're sounding a bit dull. But, um, yeah, we're gonna get some stuff finalized. We're gonna shoot a music video. We're gonna do all that shit. We just, we just need a singer and a bassist, bro. So if any singer-bassist is listening and you fucked with that track, holler, bro. Give me a holler. So, yeah. That was a that was our little thing. We wanted to do some live shows soon. um yeah, so anyways, let's move on to the next topic here next topic at hand. Let's see what we got here. We talked about Nirvana we talked about What else we got. So uh, Thursday, Thursday, I am pretty, pretty excited because we got someone special coming on the podcast. Our first guest on the podcast. It's going to be fucking sick. His name, his name goes by Evan Villareal and he, a guitarist slash singer slash drummer from the Toledo scene. Very prominent player. Um, He's in two bands, used to be in four He's in two bands, one of them is Tranquility You love him, you know him You actually probably don't know him if you're not from Toledo But give him a listen Uh, Tranquility on Spotify, Apple Music, all that stuff Pretty good stuff man, I gotta tell you I've seen them live about 10, 20 times Never gets old I know every single lyric, but yeah, we're going to have Evan from Tranquility and also his other band, Husk. Tranquility is more psychedelic indie, and uh, I want to say Husk is more like uh, the stuff I just showed you, the little sample. Um, Husk is a little bit more post-rockish, punk rockish. Husk has morphed from what was previously a band called Silver Age. Now, even if you're not from Toledo, you better fucking know who Silver Age is because they won. They won the Vans Warped Tour contest back in, I want to say 2016, maybe 2015, 2017, around that. They fucking won that contest. Isn't that insane? Now some of them, some of the members from that band, they actually unfortunately broke up. But they're Husk now, so they kind of broke up and kind of not. But um, some of the members from that band are actually endorsed by Minor Symbols. And uh, pretty crazy stuff. I'm actually friends with the drummer, previous drummer of Silver Age. Uh, I actually used to go <laughs> to church with him. But um, yeah, so we're going to have Evan on. I'm freaking pumped. The guy, the guy in me... We're pretty tight like that. Um, So, yeah, Evan's in Tranquility. Husk, I know Tranquility is trying to make the band a brand. They are dropping merch. They want to start a campsite up. Um, I'm also going to have Brett, who is the lead singer of Tranquility on the podcast pretty soon. Freaking hype about Brett. But also Evan, he's going to come over Thursday. And we are just gonna talk it out, man I got some fun stuff planned for him We might try to jam Fucking knows where it could go It's gonna get crazy in This bitch But, um, yeah So Thursday, Evan's gonna come over Gonna chat it up About some music About some movies About some games You know, classic podcast stuff (laughs) Might even try to play a couple games but, um, yeah, definitely t- check out Tranquility. I just had a stroke. Check out Tranquility. I'm not sure if I can link it in the bio. I don't know how this whole podcasting thing works, guys. This is just my first episode. Check them out, though. Just look up Tranquility. My favorite song by them is Breakthrough. By far the best song they've ever released. But they have a new EP coming up, so that could very much change in the near future. Um, I actually got what it's called. (laughs) I don't know. But they, uh, yeah, I'm actually gonna go see them plus Husk. So both bands that Evan is in is playing back-to-back at the Ottawa Tavern in Toledo. So, uh, if you're from Toledo, go check them out, bro. I'll be there I'm not very well known, this is just my first episode of the podcast, but <laughs> if you recognize my voice, dap me up. Um, but anyways, so yeah, we got Evan coming on, we got Brett coming on, maybe gonna try to get the whole band together on this podcast, feel like that'd be cool, plus it could also help them spread the word about their little brand they got going on, not little, I shouldn't shouldn't uh, grade them like that. But um yeah, it's gonna be freaking cool, man. We're gonna jam. We're gonna do some stuff. It's gonna be a fun time. So, you know, tune in for that. I'm not sure if I'm gonna be live streaming it or not. I gotta get this whole thing figured out. But uh, I'm just gonna talk about some other things real quick before I wrap this up. Cause I know this is the first episode and people gotta get used to me. I'm not gonna make this a whole two hour, three hour long thing. Maybe in the future, once I get a little bit settled in and used to this, but uh, I want to talk about my future plans for the podcast just a little bit before I wrap up, go to bed, and go to school next morning. Plus, my laptop's about to die, so let's get on it. So basically, in the near future, I do want to start live streaming them, uh, these podcasts, and I do want to Have, like, a camera switcher, make it all professional, and I do want to have, like, live music involved and stuff. I want to review some music. I want to have you guys call in. Um, I know I'm, like, literally starting and have no fans, but I want to have people call in. I want to have people suggest songs for me to review or just... I want to make this a little bit music related because that's what I am going into as a career. I want to be an audio engineer. So I want to make this a little bit more music related than anything, but it's not just going to be that, you know, obviously I've talked a lot about a lot about music today, but I've also talked a lot about like drugs and psychedelics and other shit. So I'm not saying that music and drugs are going to be like the only main Focuses on this podcast, I'm just saying I'm gonna be a little diverse, but um, for the near futures in this podcast, I uh probably I'm gonna have some of my friends come on. maybe some of my friends call in. I know I got some I got a friend in the Navy right now and he said that he wants to call in pretty soon, so we'll see what happens as goes for a schedule. I don't really know what I want to do. I'm recording this on a Monday night, it's about 1am right now, so I don't really have a schedule, I'm just going to kind of do whatever, I mean, if I grow a following a little bit more, maybe I'll do a little bit more of a schedule, but definitely want to have some more people on here, have some guests call in, I know I'm going to have Evan, Brett of Tranquility. Tranquility more musicians i'm gonna have maybe one of my cousins the same cousin i'm in a band with um we'll see where it goes man but at the end of the day this is all just for fun so this is a little hobby i've decided to pick up but we're doing it right so we're doing it for fun but we're also doing it doing this thing right so it's gonna be legit um, I, I think I'm good, honestly. I think we've gone on quite long enough. Hopefully everything works itself out with the audio. If you guys have any, uh, complaints, take it up with the chief of police. So yeah. That was today's night shift episode. Been a long day for me. Um, I had to work. I had to fucking run to my school for some shit. I had to... Actually, I'm just kidding. It wasn't that long of a day. It was pretty, pretty free day, actually. But, uh, I'm not gonna hold you guys any longer than I have to. I'm gonna wrap up this podcast Hopefully you enjoyed it Hopefully Hopefully everything works itself out And uh Who knows when the next time I'll see you Is gonna be But um Yeah Let this be my final goodbye As my Podcast theme song Fades in from the distance Drowning my voice out